Alright, welcome everybody to episode 89 of the Booth Review. You know me, I'm Seth Hellman. I'm joined today by Brendan Willett and special guest Robbie Carpentier. Carp's with us on the pod today. Willett, how, how's things? It's been a while since we've done a pod, so let's catch up with you and then we'll get to our special guest immediately after. Yeah, yeah. Last last uh last time we did one of these, I was uh I was back home. I was in our, you know, our studio and uh you know, we took a couple weeks off again. Uh coming back home this weekend, so you know, content-wise, hoping we can get some some more on the books. But I'm good. Uh glad to be here. Glad to be back doing pick and podcasts. Uh you know, everything at the company kind of slowed down the past few weeks, but we're picking it back up. So uh, excited to be here. Uh, but my being here is really a footnote because, you know, we've got carp tonight. So that, you know, that, that's pretty much the focal point of the episode. So carp, how goes it? All right. I mean, let's get started. Well, one, I got two things. One, love being called a special guest on a podcast from a company that I helped found. That's <laughs> two, when Brennan says, Oh, I was at home in my studio, he means his basement. So, okay. Let's get going. <laughs> I'll say I said special guest because Pickham is traditionally me and Brendan, right? Sure. Like you oh, haven't been thing. on a Pickham. Oh, it's our thing. Whatever. Whatever. I would also just I would also to 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 you know piggyback off of that to speak on that. Um, I really missed having your attitude on the podcast. That was you know. Something that's great. So. Oh, such a backhanded compliment. Thank you. <laughs> Good to have oh, you back. God. It's like we, we were really we were really missing an asshole. That's what it was. Yes, <laughs> that's what we needed. All right, let's do it. In, in, in oh, other- Seth, how are you? I'm good. We actually, I, um, so I, I think most people that listen to the podcast know that I had shoulder surgery over the summer. Um, no. I don't think anyone knows about that. <laughs> I did not know. Not only do I listen to the podcast and am I one of your friends, I had no fucking clue. Wait, are you being serious? You definitely knew, Card. Dude, it's the I only thing he talked about on every single episode. No, I'd be like, Seth, how's it going? I'd be like, well, it's two weeks until shoulder surgery. This is definitely sarcasm. You know right? what it is? There's a blurred line between knowing and caring, and that's probably what it was. Wow. Rude. Anyway, I got cleared recently by my surgeon to hit baseballs, and I got my first plate appearance today, and I got a base hit. And so I'm doing pretty well right now. Good for you, man. I'm not even uh, surprised. You led the team in OBP. I did lead the team in OBP. That is the thing that happened senior year. I'm currently tied for the lead in OVP and tied for the lead in batting average at 1,000 for BU Club Baseball. Um, got a ribby as well. <laughs> yeah, one AB, one hit. Borderline the best hitter of all time. Honestly, yeah, like Ted Williams too. Huh? Couldn't, couldn't get a hit off me in, in wiffle ball last summer, though. <laughs> I don't think that's accurate. Um, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so other news coming out of TBR, starting up Monday is probably going to be the release, but we're recording tomorrow. Our CMS is back, but it's called the TBR Morning Show. Now, me and Carp are back doing a podcast together. It's going to be another morning show. It's going to be very similar to the old one, but it's going to be better. 
Yeah. Any, any words from you, Carl? Yeah. It, well, I think there'll be uh, a few more. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that was just a classic. What was classic? Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> they're like, yeah. Well, whatever. Well, sorry. Yeah. I. <laughs> well, I think. Uh, I think that there will be. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I can't even talk like I, I, I There'll be more rigid segments. You know, we'll have some kind of things we bring up. I want to have more guests. You know, like I want Seth to book Steven Van Zant. Seth, get on that. Um, I don't know who that is, but I'll I tell me how to spell his name, and I'll figure it out. Of the Sopranos in the E Street Band. It's whatever. It's fine. Don't worry about uh, it. Uh, um, okay. Negative chance I get that guy, but I, I'll do my best. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll pay. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, there'll be more rigid segments. It's going to be like a little bit newsy, a little sporty, a little political, but it'll be funny. It'll be lighthearted and funny. That's key. A little comedy in there. Yeah, yeah I'd like to. Uh, yeah, I just. I love when Robbie's in the fold because I think it just makes us all better. And, you know, he's just. I don't know how to put it. But I like that the show's coming back because I do think that it's something that we've been missing as of late is, like, another piece of content. Like, we hammer the football content for you guys, and we do pick But, like, you know, we're busy, so we can't always, like, be on top of every single thing. So I like that, you know, Carbs bringing the show back so that we just have, like, another element of content to bring well, you guys, and it's good content. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, TBR is a very sports-driven thing and whatever. I mean, it is what it is. Some people love it. Some people, you know, can't get enough of it. But there's another, you know, aspect of entertainment that we could have, and I think that that's what our yeah. show offers or did offer and will continue to offer is just, like, there's another thing, you know, that people maybe aren't getting from these shows, which nothing – it's not a knock on these shows. It's just – Guess what? Seth and I won't be doing pick them on our shows. You know what I mean? It's just another thing. Right. And, you know, it's, it's like it, it's never a bad thing to maximize content. And I think that, like, you execute it very well. And a lot of people listen to the show when it was, um, you know, when it's in its heyday. And I think a lot of people are going to continue, especially now that, you know, I think we have more resources than we did in, you know, the, the early parts of 2020 when you, when you first launched the show as a company. So I think that just yeah. kind of like the way that we can promote it is going to be better too and get more eyes yeah, on I, it. I think that all around it's going to be a really good thing. Yeah. I mean, more resources. Yes, but also less restrictions, right? Like Seth and I were trying to do edgy content and we're pretty good at it. Like we did some controversial stuff. I had a guy come on that called me a racist and like we debated and it was freaking awesome and it was killer. And still, my favorite phone on my my favorite phone, my favorite (laughs) photo on my camera roll is Brandon Bruce in the middle of that conversation with his um hoodie, just like pulled shut. Yeah, he. That was a good. I mean, no, but the point is, like, we did that and it was awesome and like whatever. But then, like, of course, we have to answer. We we had restrictions at that time for what kind of content we could put out, and we had to answer to people that said, "Hey, that's not good." I mean, that's not you know, in lockstep, that's not to the tune of our drum. And so we had to cut back on that stuff. And we started ranking like our top 10 quarterbacks. And I, I oh, at that point, I mean, that, that was, was like, an awful segment. 
Well, I think that was our last episode. And like anybody that knows me, I mean, Seth, you know me. Like, remember when we did that senior project and Cooper was like, let's rank this. I, I, yeah, bro, I hate rankings. Oh, oh God. Like Mount Rushmore talk. Who is, who is your favorite? Or who do you think is the Mount Rushmore quarterback? Shut up. Who cares? That's like one Instagram post. That's not a 30 minute segment on a podcast. It sucks. No offense. But <laughs> no, yeah, I, I agree. And, um, I think that. You know, your content will do really well on the social media as well, just aside from, like, the you know, just the podcast episodes themselves. I think Carb's, Carb's a big ratings guy, and I think he gets you get some good sound bites out of him. I mean, like, Seth sent me the show intro yesterday, and, like, I, like, was laughing out loud in the first 10 seconds at the Carb quote. So I think that just hammer those. It's going to be a great time, and I'm excited for, you know, what you guys are going to be doing, and let's run, you know. All right, let's pick them. Yeah, man. Flagship <laughs> show is back to TVR, baby. <laughs> oh, oh, on that, on that, we were going to get into this, uh, Seth, tomorrow on the show, but on that time, we can do a little teaser. The, 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 the original, now like when I went back and thought about it, the original reason I said the flagship show of TBR wasn't to be like our show's the best, was it? It turned into that because I, you know, I wanted it to be like that after a while, but at the beginning it was because we did 30 episodes in like 34 days. And so all I was saying was like, we were two You guys, you guys were like fucking yeah, five. I was just, recording. I was just thinking like, oh my God, we, we pumped content. And so I was like, oh, like flagship show, like we're doing the most stuff. And then like, like it turned into, well, no, like <laughs> the company's called the booth review. We have a show called the booth review. I feel like that's the flagship show. And then I was just stubborn as hell. I was like, absolutely not. Those were the days. The, the best part about that is it wasn't even like that's something that developed. That was literally like in our intro that people, you know, when you listen to our episode, you'll hear it in literally the first 10 seconds. Um, but in the first two minutes of the very first episode of RCMS, it's Carp going, you know, I think this is going to be the new flagship show. Like it wasn't something that you just offhandedly said you know, oh, yeah, episode no. 17 or something. It was like episode one, we're doing this right here, this way. Absolutely. Yeah. Was, um, uh, so, yeah, on that note, you're going to be hearing a lot about, about their show on this show, on the Instagram, whatever. And, you know, we have all the time in the world to uh, to pump content from any sort of standpoint. But Seth's on a time crunch tonight. Well, no, sorry, he's not on a time crunch. Not officially. No, it's not an official time crunch. He has somewhere that he'd like to be, that he doesn't have to be, but he'd like to be at some point. So we're going to get along with picking the games. But I would just like to say two things before, and they'll be very quick. Number one, the graphics for last week's pick'em aren't out yet. I've been wicked busy, and uh, they aren't out yet. They'll be updated tomorrow, so I don't have the updated standings yet. But I believe we're bubbling around 60-something percent for both of us. I might be like 59 and 70. I'm probably closer to 70 now because I'm pretty sure we were like 67 and 66 last week, and then I went 11 and 1. And so I think that You were 64. I can do yours now because I have your standings from last week. You are, I, 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 I would say you're like high 60s, mid to high 60s. I'll get it out tomorrow. So by the time everybody hears this episode, you'll know. So just go to the Instagram. But on that note of not being able to do the graphics, we are looking for more designers. Like I appreciate everybody who's on the TBR design team. Like you guys all do like great fucking work, but we definitely just need more of them. So if you are interested, 
it's a paid opportunity. You get paid by the amount of work you do. Like, shoot us a message on Instagram or, like, if you know us personally, shoot us a text. Just, you know, little job posting because I'm fucking sick of doing it myself. And the other designers are busy because they have their own accounts. They do work for us, but they have their own accounts. So if you're looking to make some extra cash, hit us up. All right. Set. Lead us. All right. We're going to get into it. First game of the week, probably the worst game of the week, but that's only looking at the first, like, six or so games. Carolina at the New York Giants. Uh, CMC is on IR, so he's not playing. Um, 90% of the Giants starting offense is either out or questionable. Daniel Jones is ass. I'm going to take Carolina on the road. Yeah, likewise. Uh, the Panthers are going to win this game. The Giants are, the Giants are just a bad football team. Like, I don't know how else to put it. They're just a bad football team. Like, they, they can't win football games. They're not well coached. They don't really have any pieces on offense that can, I mean, Saquon Barkley is hurt every other week. Dan Jones is not a good quarterback. That Pope rookie kid is pretty much the only thing that they have going right now, and he can't single-handedly win them football games. Panthers by 14-plus. Uh, yeah, a couple things real quick. Uh, I've been spending the entire year out in Long Island and a bunch of New York fans, you know, Giants fans, and one guy today pulls up uh, to the to the bag drop and goes, burn it down. That's what he said. Burn it down. And he's talking about the Giants. He said, we got to start over. He said, they don't do anything well. Not one thing. And I kind of thought about it for a second, and he was right. Like, you wouldn't take a single aspect of their team. Like, even, even their running back room, like Saquon always hurt. Like, it just doesn't make sense. I don't know. So, yeah, I like Carolina on the road. Yeah. Yeah, Carolina is favored. They're minus 155. Uh, it's minus three on the spread over 42 and a half. Uh, Jets at Patriots next game. Um, God, every bit of me wants to pick against the Patriots just because if I do it, they win. Because it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I can't. I'm. I'm. I can't in good conscience pick the Jets here. Um, so I'm going to pick the Patriots against my better judgment. They're minus three fifty at home. The over under set at forty two and a half. Patriots are favored by seven. I don't think they cover the spread. I think that the Jets plus seven is the better bet. Yeah, the Pats have been horrible this year. Such a disappointment. It's it's tough to watch the games. You're just losing games that you should win. And that Miami loss looks real bad now. The way the Dolphins have been playing. It's pathetic. Um, I think Pats fans are kind of delusional um, about this whole thing uh, in this team. I think you need to hit the reset button. They're going to win this week because it's the fucking Jets. But, like, if you're a Patriots fan, which we all are, nothing nothing to, to be, you know, hopeful about for the rest of the year. It, it is shitty. Like, the only team – you can't win at home, and the only teams you've beaten – are like arguably the two worst teams in the league, and you're playing against one of them again this week. So like, here's your free third win. They haven't won a legitimate football game yet, and it's embarrassing. So that's my two uh, cents on the Patriots. So who are you picking? You take Pats. the Patriots. All right. Yeah, yeah uh, <clears throat> I like the Pats in the game, but I will say I'm with Seth on they don't cover. I don't think they cover because I think this Patriots team's a grinded out team. Guys, look at the stats. From the last time these two played, Seth, I don't know if you have them up. If not, that's fine. But um, I believe the uh, the Jets outrushed the Pats 
other than um, maybe passing, you know, I think the Jets played a better football game. Look at it. They just happened to turn the ball over like five times. If they did not turn the ball over five times, the Patriots drive started on like the 25 going in, the 35 going in. But the Patriots actually didn't move the ball like 80 yards. It just never happened, right? So maybe Zach Wilson throws four picks again and the Patriots win. Awesome. You know, blow them out. But I don't think that the Jets are going to do that same thing. And the Jets defense is playing a lot better now. They're actually not that bad. Um, but so I think it's going to be a grind them out game. But, you know, the Patriots aren't that like, oh, we won't beat ourselves team anymore. But I still feel like against the Jets, they won't beat themselves. I like the, I like the Pats. But I think it's going to be a grind them out one point game. Yeah, I mean, in total, so they out passing, they had more passing yards um, with three less completions. They, uh, Patriots had less than 100 rushing yards and uh, they the Jets had two rushers combined for over 100. Forget about the other two guys that have rushing yards. So, yeah, you're dead on. No, nothing yeah, exactly. You, dude, Zach Wilson doesn't turn the ball over four times on his own. The Jets win that game. And that's, that is a crazy thing. I know it sounds crazy because what did they win by, like, 23? But, like... They won by 19. Yeah. Okay, so they won by 19. And I'm saying if he doesn't turn the ball over, they win that game. I, I honestly believe that. So I think it'll be a one-point game, but I would never pick the Jets. Yeah, I'm picking the Patriots, but yeah. I would not be surprised. I don't be shocked when they lose this game. All right, uh, next game we got Kansas City at Tennessee. Um, both of these teams have underperformed this year. Kansas City is minus two ten, uh, over under fifty seven and a half. Chiefs are minus four and a half on the spread. I'm going Chiefs here. Um, I feel like they're going to start to click at some point. Why not this week? I feel like Tennessee has been underperforming so much that it just feels like a kickoff point where the Chiefs win this week, and I think they w- lose maybe one more game for the rest of the year. Yeah, I'm really torn on this one. I shouldn't be. Peak Titans, that like we saw last year, it's a no-brainer for me. They win this game. Um, I mean, Derrick Henry, I don't know if you saw the numbers, he's on pace to, like, break his own record again this year. He's been quiet. I mean, yeah, he's leading the league by, like, 200-plus yards. It's insane. Yeah, Uh, but, like, no part of the Titans game other than him is working well. I think, Carve, you said it. You don't think – you're not a big Vrabel guy. Um, And I don't know if that was you. I think it was, but – I don't know. I I said early on in this in the season after they lost to the Cardinals that like they they don't win big games and when they're in big spots they crumble. What like is AJ Brown healthy? Like is he like I mean I understand that like he's listed as questionable. Like they said like he's pretty much going to like play, but he's playing through a pretty significant injury. Um, Julio Jones throughout his entire career has never seems to be healthy, and he has been dead silent in Tennessee since going there. Everybody said this offense was going to be, you know, at a whole new level with him. It seems like they've taken a pretty significant step back. I like the Chiefs in this one. I wouldn't be surprised if they dropped this game, kind of like Carp was saying with the Jets in the past. Like, don't be surprised if the Chiefs lose because they have been shitty. But uh, I'm not going to pick against the Chiefs because I think that they could snap off like 40 points in this game. So I'm going Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going to go Chiefs as well. 
Um, I don't think the Titans could stop me, you, and Seth um, on defense, <laughs> uh, let alone Patrick Mahomes. Then, again, what you're saying, Brendan, I think that they have the weapons, the Titans. They just underutilize them. Like, they're saying, all right, here we go. They're very one-dimensional despite having the ability, like, to throw the ball. I mean, they're paying Tannehill big money now. Big money. Like, they yeah. said, you're a franchise top ten guy. And what has he been? I don't know if he's that guy because they don't freaking take the chance to do it. You know what I mean? And whatever. I don't think they can go blow for blow. I think the only way the Titans win this game is if they turn it into like a ball possession, you know, run it down your throats and try to just keep Mahomes off the field as long as possible in that offense. But I just, I still, I don't think crunch time, I don't trust the Titans to come up with a stop. Uh, I like the Chiefs. All right, uh, next game, Washington at Green Bay. Green Bay is minus 425, over under 47.5. Uh, Green Bay minus 8.5 on the spread. I'm going to go Green Bay here. I think that's pretty clear. I hesitate to take them on the spread just because I feel like every big spread we've had this year hasn't hit. Like, we've had a bunch of, like, double-digit spreads, and none of them have hit. Um, and this yep. one's getting really close to that territory. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to make a pick on the spread if I was betting this game. I don't I don't think you would bet this game, because why would you bet Packers minus 425? Like, there's no return on that. So, but Packers is my pick. There's just no debate there. Uh, yeah, I agree. Washington's defense has shocked everybody and been really bad this year. Um, second worst secondary in the league. That bodes really well for, for Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Marquez Valdez scaling. Uh, and their run game is stellar. I've always liked Aaron Jones. I've been pretty vocal about that on this podcast. I think he's a really versatile player. Uh, this game just sets up for their offense to dominate. Uh, I actually have a pretty decent amount of confidence in them covering the spread as well. But for the sake of the pick em, Packers are going to win this game, no doubt. Yeah, I like Packers in the game. Also, um, in terms of the spread, I think that Washington's 1-5 and five against the spread this season. Uh, that might not make sense. Actually, yeah, I think that is. It does. They're 1-5, and five, uh, and I believe the Packers are 5-1 and one against the spread this year, with their one game being that you know opening day blow-up. Um, so that being said, I, I, I like the Packers, and I'd probably like the Packers to cover the spread. Heineke's good, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Packers are a better team. They'll, they'll win that game. All right. All right. Uh, moving on to the next game. We have Atlanta at Miami. Atlanta is favored on the road, minus 125. Miami's yeah. plus 105. Uh, Falcons are only favored by one and a half points, over under 48. Uh, I'm going to go Atlanta on the road. Miami just lost to the Jaguars. There's no way they win this game. Like, Tua... If, if last week I picked the only game I got wrong, the only game was a freaking Jaguars-Dolphins game in London. And if I had known that Tua was the starting quarterback, I never would have picked the Dolphins. So I am taking Atlanta in this game. I'm so glad you took Atlanta. I'm taking Miami. Uh, I didn't think we were going to have any <laughs> variation, and we do. Um, trade rumors this week about Deshaun Watson going to Miami. I think that fires up Tua. Seth, you said you wouldn't have picked the Dolphins had you known Tua was the starter, but he actually had a really big game, uh, and he played well, and he was not the reason why they lost that game. 
Um, I was trying to get his stats, and my phone was, like, fucking up. But I like him in this spot. I think that all of the trade rumors are going to fuel his fire. Um, yeah, he threw for 329, two passing touchdowns. Um, that's a pretty big game for a quarterback like him, who you and I on this podcast have not considered a, a solid starting NFL quarterback. Um, the Falcons' defense is really weak. Uh, they've been pretty weak all season offensively. Their one bright spot is Cordero Patterson, uh, who I think has a big game against another soft Dolphins which, defense. Which, by the way, can we just say no one saw coming? Like, oh, no. No, oh my God. Just no. open that up and, like, their one bright spot is Cordero it's Patterson. So, like, nobody saw that coming. <laughs> he's so he's weird. Putting he's putting up, like, like, elite, like, legally yeah. numbers. Yeah. Well, what's yeah. so funny about it is, like, so, A, he was borderline out of the league. Like, he was about to not have a job. He, and then return specialist. And then, for, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, too. Like, literally his entire career, like, even dating back to the Minnesota days and the um, Chicago days when he was really on top of his game, he was always a kick returner. Like, yeah, he got some offensive stuff going when he was with the Pats, but, like, nothing that was super big numbers like this. It's just crazy. Yeah. I thought when he left the Pats, like the end of his career would be like a Brandon Bol- uh, Brandon Bolden type guy, like like yeah. just like a situational guy here and there. Your running back gets hurt, you got to kind of go to him on third downs when you need like a yard, like just a guy to have in the room. That's what I thought he was going to be. But I, I mean, yeah, go ahead, Brandon. Yeah, and the way that they use him too is such a versatile package. I mean, he can he can come out in a game and rush for a hundred yards, and the next game have a hundred receiving. So he's having a big year, but. That's not enough for me to want to pick the Falcons in this game. Um, I really think that Tua's fi- uh, fire is going to be fueled by all this Deshaun Watson talk. I think it's a good bounce back spot after losing to the Jaguars, who were like just the joke franchise of the NFL. Lost twenty games in a row and they break the streak in London. I really like the Dolphins at home in this one. Um, it's almost like a no brainer for me. I just I feel really good about this Dolphins pick. I know that we've kind of picked them in some scenarios this year where they've lost games, but I really like the Dolphins in this one. I, I would hammer the Dolphins if you're betting on this game. So that's my pick, and I'm glad we have variation because we. Yeah, do. I mean, I, I'm going to go Atlanta. I like Atlanta in this game. Um, I think Atlanta's offense is leaves and bounds ahead of Miami's. Um, I don't think there's much to argue about that. I think that. I mean, what's Atlanta putting up 350 yards a game? And then Miami's putting up 290 yards a game. Then you look at their third down conversion rate. Yes, the Atlanta defense stinks, right? But Miami only converts on 38% of their third downs. Atlanta, on the other hand, converts on almost 46% of their third downs, which is a very good percentage. Like, they know how to move move the chains. And so they're putting up over 21 points a game. Miami isn't. All right? And then you look at how many they're allowing. Their defenses both stink. Like, I know that... You know, you might trust Flores better to manufacture a game plan here and, you know, here and there. But, like, it's – I feel like Matt Ryan's the wrong guy to be like, all right, defense, like, today is our day to go stop this guy. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's false false hope that I think Matt Ryan's still the MVP guy that he was. I, I really do like him still. Um, I like Atlanta, and I like Atlanta to, you know, cover that spread, whatever it is. What did you say, one and a half, Seth? Yeah. Yeah, I like Atlanta probably by, like, six or seven. I like him by almost a full score. All right. All right. Next game. One of the weirder sentences I've ever said in my life. The first and second place teams in the AFC North, the Ravens and the Bengals. Uh, Ravens are five and one right now. Bengals are four and two. Ravens minus 265 at home over under 45 and a half. 
Ravens are favored by six and a half points on the spread. I'm taking Ravens everything on this money line, spread, whatever you want. Just freaking hammer the Ravens. They have a fake quarterback, but it doesn't matter. They're going to beat the Bengals here. I don't think it's going to be close. Um, taking the Ravens too, but um, I don't know. Bengals have surprised everybody this year, and. I don't even know how to – like, I think they're going to be contenders. What? 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 what sorry, you- sorry, sorry. I started laughing because I've started to – once I make my point, I listen to what you're saying, but I also start to think about the next thing, and I scroll to the betting line of the Rams-Lions game, and it's oh. – it's- <laughs> Go ahead, Brendan. Sorry that Seth ruined the entire show. I thought hey, you two were like, fault that he both is the one laughing. who can't handle me just going, no, I was like, what is Seth doing? <laughs> okay, right, same. He, like, he made it so obvious that he no, was laughing. It, okay. Go ahead. Sorry, Seth ruined anyway. the show. Go ahead. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, the Bengals have been really good this year. That Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase connection has been uh, has been fun to watch. Joe Mixon's getting involved as well, scoring touchdowns again, kind of reviving his career. So I like the Bengals overall in the season. Seth, you and I were both really wrong about our preseason, you know, kind of outlook on them. They're a lot yeah, better than I think anybody really expected them to be. Um, the last four to six, whatever that was. Yeah, I think either uh, either we had them in less than four or four, four and five, whatever it may have been, five to six. But uh, they're definitely overperforming, so good for them. I think it's going to be a lot closer of a game than people think. Um, Lamar's just been really hot, and I'm waiting for this Ravens offense to cool down, and I don't know that this is the game that they do it. I'm going to pick the Ravens as well because I don't have enough stones to take the Bengals here, but I think it's going to be a really close game. Like I, I see like a field goal separate, like a Justin Tucker game-winning field goal separating these two teams. That's I don't know why. I just see it. Stones, you say? <laughs> I like the <laughs> I like the Bengals in this game. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I tried to do like a surprised voice, and I just couldn't. Yeah, Stones, I you say? I, 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 I like the Bengals in this game. I think their defense is actually very, very underrated. I like their defense a lot. Their offense can go pretty much blow for blow with anybody just in terms of a one-two punch there. Um, I, I like the Bengals in this game. I, I almost never bet on uh the the ravens and you know whatever i i just i i have a hard time betting on the ravens i don't like i i like pocket passing quarterbacks and i think that that's more successful in the nfl and yeah i i i trust a good offense that doesn't turn the ball over and can move the and can trust their quarterback to freaking sling it um and i think that this game's actually going to be relatively high scoring despite having two decent defenses and if it gets into like a sling it game, I like Joe Burrow over Lamar Jackson in that scenario. I love that analysis, and I agree a hundred percent. But you're picking the Ravens, except I'm picking the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. Okay, all right. That's Fair also enough. more so a strategic pick because Seth and I are so close in the standings, and I don't think I have. I should just be picking games based on teams that I think are going to win, and I I like both teams. I just think it's going to be a close game, and. I am not confident enough to lean on the underdog. So Okay, so you're picking the Ravens, but if you were going to money bet this game, would you play the spread for the Bengals to cover? 
What what is it? Six and a hook. Oh yeah. Six six and a hook easily. Yeah. Um I think it's gonna be a three point game. It actually it opened at it opened at nine plus nine. Um really? is where it opened. Yeah. And so what that tells you, if it opens at plus nine and moves to six and a half, that tells you that a lot of money was coming in on the Bengals. You know, so they had to adjust that line. Um so I right. think that the betting America is actually behind you. Yeah. Love to see it. All right, next game, Detroit at Los Angeles. Rams, Rams. by a million. Next. <laughs> minus 1,000 for the Rams. Rams, Rams by more than 16. any team has ever scored. <laughs> minus 16 on the spread over under 50 and a half. I'm also taking the Rams, but I Here's don't know that I'm confident. Go. Minus 16. That's a lot of points to cover. Here's how this game's going to go. Oh, I'm Seth, you're not confident in the 16. I think the Rams are going to put up 77 points. And then um, <laughs> the Lions, the Lions coach is going to cry in front of the media again. And um, they're going to be the worst team in football for the rest of the season. So, so bad. Just it, it's hard to watch. They are even when they played against the Bears, they had that game in the bag, and somehow Jared Goff threw like seven red zone interceptions. The team is horrible. They're so bad. I'm so confident in that spread. I know it's a lot of points to cover, but I mean, come on, it's the Lions. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, first off, I don't think the Lions coach is that bad. I actually like him. I think he fires that team oh, up. Do I, think, too. I think they've had chances to win games, um, like for real. Uh, I don't think they're as bad as you think. Um, I'm gonna pick the Rams, but I, I would, I would take, I would take Detroit with that spread if I was betting. You know, if I was betting the game, I'd, I'd take plus sixteen and a half. First of all, the line opened at ten, which I think is unbelievable. Um, and so that tells you that all the money came in on Los Angeles and they had to adjust the line. I think that the game's actually gonna be closer than sixteen and a half, but I'll take the Rams. All right, next game, Philly at Las Vegas. Vegas is favored, minus 155, minus three on the spread, over under 49. I'm going to take the Raiders here. Um, I would consider Eagles against the spread just because I think that it's very likely that this game ends up close. Last week, the Raiders won off the heel, on the heels of the whole Gruden thing and him resigning. I think that they we're on a big emotional high after that. They were like, we got to rally and, you know, you know, join yeah. together, win this game. I think they're going to be on the downturn after that. So I think they win, but not by a ton. Hey, Seth, we're going to talk about, <laughs> about Gruden on the show. Uh, Great. Love it. So, so buckle your seatbelt. Um, we'll talk a little Gruden. We'll talk some Chappelle, too. We're just going to, I mean, episode one just going to get us canceled right away. Oh, yeah. Fuck, fuck Dave Chappelle. What? Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right, great. Our episode is going to be awesome. Since we, have I don't to- know what part of Dave Chappelle you're talking about, but the Jew stuff he said was really bad. The, like the Israel stuff that he said was really bad. I, got- I didn't watch the new Whatever. episode. I just heard a lot about it. Whatever. <laughs> Seth, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It'll be intense. It'll be great. We'll still be friends. Um, <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want Robbie to pick this game first. Uh, first of all, can we just talk about the fact that my favorite coach in the history of the NFL turned out to be a racist liar, asshole, which whatever, uh, 
He needs better execution. That's what he needs. Better fucking execution. Which, Knock on wood if you're with me. Um, I, I no, I loved Gruden. Like loved. Him. I, I, I thought he was a great coach. I thought he was like a great guy. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> but like, whatever. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I, I used to pick the Raven, Raiders every week. Literally, I bet on the Raiders every single week since Gruden became their coach. Um, now he's not there. I, I don't know what to do. And uh, I'm friends with a lot of people that are Philly fans. I'm not going to – I don't even want to pick this. You I'm going to coin flip it. Hold on. Uh, heads, heads, Philly, tails, uh, Raven, Raiders. Flip a coin. All right. Uh, Raiders, I guess. <laughs> Tails. Um. Yeah, I mean, Brendan, I have no analysis for this game. Like, I just don't. They're two like ugh, teams. Like, whatever. I think it's a. I think it's a letdown spot for the Raiders. Um. So I went to the Panthers game a couple Sundays ago and watched them play the Eagles. First Sounds of all, horrible. it was horrible. Um. I forgot how trash of a fan base Philadelphia has in general. Oh uh, yeah, I didn't. shit kick trash bags sitting around me, you know that don't know shit about football. Uh, so that was fun, Seth. I don't know why we were so big on them in the preseason. They fucking suck this year. Miles Sanders doesn't touch the football. He's their starting running back. He doesn't touch the football ever. They have Jalen Hurts, and that's about it. But I'm gonna pick the Eagles because this is a letdown spot for the Raiders. They got their big, you know, Gruden's gone. We're here to prove a point. Guys, win last week. The Eagles are gonna win this week. All right, so I laughed when I saw the Lions and Rams line, and that's because I forgot that the Houston Texans exist. Houston at Arizona. Arizona is favored by 18 points. They're minus 13.75 money line. That's ridiculous. Why would you even put out the line at that point? Like 13.75, really? That's crazy. That's ridiculous. Over-under is only 47 and a half. I don't know how they're supposed to win by 18 and only and like keep it under 47 points. That seems ridiculous to me, but I'm oh. taking the Cardinals. It's not going to be close. I don't yeah, think they cover so, 18 points. 18 points seems ridiculous. Yeah, um, Seth, we were spot on in the preseason about the Cardinals. Uh, yes. I don't think anybody – can we just talk for a second? I don't think anybody expected – this from the Cardinals, even including us. I don't think we expected six and all. I don't. Yeah. Um, no. And wow, they look so good. And I said it a couple weeks ago when they played the Niners. I was like, huh, I'm nervous because like this Cardinals team, I'm waiting for them to lose a game. And I said, I think it would almost bode better for them if they did lose a game because there's no pressure on them to keep this record up. They scream 2015 Panthers to me where it's like they just got all this hype around them. And they're not really losing any games, and then, you know, they, they don't face any adversity. So when they have to play, like, a legitimate tough opponent, they crumble. And we saw that with the Cam Newton-led Panthers in 2015 in the Super Bowl when they ran into Manning and the Broncos. They just didn't know how to handle them. So for the sake of the Cardinals, I actually hope they lose at some point this year so that they can get a loss under their belt and keep pushing forward and make a legitimate run at a Super Bowl. Kyler Murray is an outstanding quarterback. I think he's all parts of his game are just so polished. I, I don't think Carp's going to love that, but uh, but no, I think I he's like really. Oh, you do? Okay. I, I think Kyler's awesome. Um, it helps that you have one of the best defensive ends in the league, one of the best wide receivers in the league, and Cliff Kingsbury's getting his shit together. You know, he had a, a, a rough few years to start his career uh, moving from college to NFL, but 
he's piecing it together with this team. I love this Cardinals team. I think they're a lock to win the division, and they're going to smoke the Texans. But, um, yeah, that's, that's my analysis on the Cardinals so far through the season. Love to see them playing well. Yeah, yeah I mean, we both that. took Arizona. Sorry, Carp, to step on you for a second. But just to go back to his point about um, the Cardinals and them doing so well, we did both take the Cardinals to win the division when we did our division predictions, and we had them sitting at the 11 to 13 range as far as wins go. And we got a lot of shit for both of those as well. A lot of people said, yes, we did. Morons, and we were dumb, and we didn't watch football. It's like, all right, guy, how about you take your looking balls and watch a Cardinals game because they are fucking nasty this year. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Brennan, I, I feel I, I hear what you're saying about, like, the whole, like, you know, a little adversity doesn't kill. Um, look at, like, the Steelers when they were, what, like 11-0? and 0, Like, you know, uh, right. I think they were more of a paper champion, though. Like, I don't think the Steelers were that good. I think the Cardinals are a better team than that team was. Um, yeah, I like the Cardinals in this game. If I'm betting the game, I'm actually taking 18. 18's a lot of points. Like, I'm taking Texans 18. Uh, 18's a lot of points in the NFL. And I don't know. I, whatever. That kid's neck's really long. I think that's hilarious. Davis Mills. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Well, I didn't even know his name. We don't even know the starting quarterback of the Texans. Whatever. Yeah, I, I, Cardinals for, for me, for the pick Yeah. All right. Second to last game here. Uh, Bears at Buccaneers minus 630 uh, Buccaneers are favored over oh. under 47 Buccaneers getting uh, my, they're minus 13 on the spread uh, I'm going to take Buccaneers I'm not going to take them on the spread I'm going to take uh, Bears on the spread because the last time the Bucks were favored by this much excuse me didn't go up <laughs> Um, this this week kind of sucks if you're looking to if you're looking to bet on favorites because they're so heavily favored that your return is like nothing. Um, so hammer parlays all day, but yeah, the Bucks are going to win this game. Uh, the Bears are a joke. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what else do you want me to say? Like the Bucks are going to win this game. Um, the Bears gave them a run for their money on Monday Night Football last year. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken the four-down game with Brady. But, um, but yeah, they're, they're going to win. I mean, it's just... Well, they didn't... If that was the same game, they didn't just give them a run for their money. They beat they them. They beat them. They beat them. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I think it, Yeah, that was the entire point of the four-down thing is they lost because Brady, like, threw the ball. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so they did beat him last year. Yeah, so I guess I'm saying history won't repeat itself. Uh, Bucks are going to win this game. Yeah, I mean, both... Teams are top 10 defense, I would say. I mean, I, I think you guys could agree with that. Both teams are top 10 defensive teams. Um, with, By the way, their defenses aren't spread out much. Like, you know, maybe they're both like 7 and 8. Like, it's not like the Bears are the number 2 defense in the league or something. Like, and the Bucks are like 15th. Like, I think their defenses are very comparable. If anything, I give the talent edge to the Bucks on defense. Um, and then on offense... I think the Bears are dead last in yards per game in terms of offense. Like, I don't think they move the ball at all. Uh, I can check that, actually. But, yeah, they're yeah they're dead last. They're dead last in offense in the NFL. And then the Bucks are top three offense in the league. I, I like the Bucks in a route, an absolute route. I'll go Bucks. Yeah. Love, love that prediction. Awesome. All right, last game of the week, Sunday night football. Yet another shitty primetime game. Good job, yeah. NFL. 
Uh, Colts at 49ers. 49ers are favored, minus 190, uh, minus 4, over under 43. Um, I'm going to take the 49ers because Carson Wentz sucks. Minus 4 makes me uncomfortable because I hate that. Like, 4 is just like a weird spread number for football. I don't know why, it just is. Um, but yeah. So, 49ers. Carp, I'd like you to go first, please. Uh, I'm going to take the 49ers in the game and probably on the spread, too. Uh, but I'll take the 49ers in the game. First of all, I don't think this game was going to be this bad uh, at the beginning of the year. Like, I actually would have been looking forward to this game. I thought the Colts were going to be pretty good. I think Frank Reich's real good. Um, I think Shanahan's actually pretty good. I like that Niners team. I don't know what's going on with them. I think they're talented. Um, and then the Colts, I thought, were supposed to be better than this. I mean, they were good last year with Phillip Rivers. Like, they were really good. And then they were supposed to be upgrading at the most important position in sports, and they're all of a sudden worse, um, which I think is kind of concerning. But looking at it from the beginning of the year, I thought you could have had, like, two actual, like, winning record, good teams going at it. Um, and I still think this is going to be a good game. Like, I think this game will be very, very tight. Um, but I'll get, I'll give the nod. If Phillip Rivers was the quarterback of the Colts, I'd pick the Colts. Um, but I will give the nod to the Niners. I, no, I'm serious. You can laugh at that. I, I honestly believe that. Yeah. No, I was more laughing at, um, you know, the Phillip Rivers jokes from last picking season that every single time we'd pick a Colts game, we had to throw in the fact that he has like 37 children. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Niners too. Um, I Carp, I think you're, I think you're right. I think when the NFL set out at the beginning of the year and picked all the primetime games, I think in their mind this was probably a, a battle between two, one, maybe two lost teams um, who were potentially at the top of their division, uh, and that's just not the case. The Colts have underperformed, and Seth, I think we saw a little bit of that coming. Um, we they did, just absolutely. aren't. They just they aren't fully. Formed as a team yet? I think partially that's Carson Wentz, but then they've had you know glimpses where they've looked really good. Jonathan Taylor is a really good running back. Um, Ty Hilton just came back last week too, so like maybe he could change some things up and bring some you know life to that offense. But yeah, I, I think I like the 49ers a little bit better in this game. The prime time game, it feels like a game that they should win. So I'll, I'll pick the 49ers along with you guys. Yeah, kid. I think that I think the game's going to be actually. Uh pretty close and i think it's gonna be low scoring uh i don't know seth what's the you got the over under on you or yeah the over under for this game is 43, 43. Oh, all right yeah i like the under in that um because that's what 21 and a hook for each team or so Roughly, um, yeah. i like this yes yeah exactly. i like the score being like something like 18 14 or 17 14 something like I that see a, uh i see a push i think 24 21 49ers so then, over. twenty-four twenty-one would not be a push. Yeah, they'd be over, what did you and that say would be. It was. It's forty-three, so twenty-four twenty-one would be forty-five points. Oh, I just can't do math. Yeah, I mean that would be over, and that would be the Colts win against the spread. There would be no push in the scenario you listed. I thought he said over forty-five for some reason. Well, if he had said if he had said twenty-two and twenty-one, then theoretically there could be. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I like the Niners by three. Sweet. That's all I've got. I mean, that's it. That's the whole slate. It's, we're at that weird time of the year where it's like there's only 12, 12 games because of all of the uh, the bye weeks. Less work for me. This is true. 
Yeah. All right. So that's got to be somewhere. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> half of it's going to go. <laughs> Let's wrap like, this thing up. Plus, I just got Thai food ordered, uh, delivered to me. I've never had Thai food before. So kid, like, I'd like good. to get on that. No, kid, it's good. Is it? All right, I'll have it in the next episode. I'll let you all know how it went. Wonderful. Love that. Thank you for joining us on this pretty short, I think, pick em. I don't. I think this episode is going to be well under an hour, probably closer to the point. Oh, yeah. I don't I think because we, we were recording before we even started the actual episode, too. Yeah, well, I'm, he had to leave, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Seth was in a thank, rush, you, thank you for joining us. Uh, I hope you guys listen into the debut of the TBR Morning Show coming out Monday morning. Um, have a great right. weekend. Hold and on. we're going to let Willett finish up, I no. guess. Hold on. I don't Hold know on. what this is. Hold on. I was trying to tell yeah, you to do the thing. Oh, oh I yeah, got you. I don't know what that signal was, but hold on. I, can we just subtly, really quickly discuss the fact that my name got removed from the title of the show? That was like your choice. Well, I, yeah, I mean, but I thought I you was been like, like, let's no. just keep it RCMS. And you were like, no, I, I thought like, you could have been like, no. That was the flagship yeah, I, show, what he said. I that was the you, first name he gave me. Yes, that is true. But I figured you could have been like, no, Robbie, like you have a great name and face. Like, let's just keep it. Instead, now, now that my name's not in the title and your face is on the logo, too. And like, whatever. And this was all you unprompted from me. I said, do you want to what? just keep the logo the same? I'm fine keeping it the same. And he said, no. no. And I said, what? what do you want to be different? And he said, put your face on it. And I said, OK, will it? Yeah, and I thought. Face. I said that thinking you would be like, no, like, it's, no, but whatever. It's fine. This isn't friggin', like, I'm not, if you say uh, that you want it a certain way, I'm just going to do it that way. I don't need to argue with you. You absolutely have to argue with me. I'm not going to argue with you about the minutia of how we're setting up the show. I will argue with you when we're actually doing the podcast. I'll punch you in the face for using the word minutia. (laughs) <laughs> Why'd you just so casually say that? Because <laughs> it's a normal word. It just means he's a pretentious. Of- he's a pretentious asshole. Is why. All right, let's go. We'll see. You. Yeah, I hope you listen to the Robbie Carpenter. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. I like. I can't. I can't do it. Whatever. The the morning show. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you for Heart listening. Came up with the name. Whatever. All right, yeah. Have a great uh, and everybody, enjoy your football. <laughs> yeah, episode 89. Thanks for listening. And, um, yeah, you all know what the fuck to do. Seth. We will catch you on the flippity flip side. There it is. Fuck yeah. All right. Bye. Can we skip to the good part? <laughs>